Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. The struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders in the house. Holly G along with Will Perry and... Uh, our special sponsor tonight, Will, of our open championship coverage is the Big Summer Golf Card. We're giving one of these bad boys away, right? We're going to give one away tonight and announcing that for the rest of the summer, you can get it for $29.95. Normally $60, $29.95. This is the best golf privilege card in Florida for more than 22 years now Available in Orlando. That's through the website, right? More than 35 Orlando courses. You can go to BigSummerGolf.com. Just enter the promo code 2995. Buy your card for $29.95. You know what? Because it's the Open Championship, it's major. We're going to give away away three cards. We're going to give away one right now. Hello. 407-916-8255-407. 916-8255-407-916-8255. Call in now for your big summer golf card. And um, let's see, caller, let's just see how fast-fingered everybody is. Caller number one. All You're right. going to get your big summer golf card. And also, they're going to have a big tournament out at Celebration. Uh, that's going to be on August the 7th. It's a scramble. I played in the last one. A lot of fun. You can just come and play for $40. It includes golf, lunch, range, prizes, and all the money is being donated to the first tee. So if you want to call Celebration and sign up for that fun, big summer golf scramble, it's on August the 7th. Only 40 bucks, and it goes to the first tee. Help out all those junior golfers. So uh, we thank you all for that. We thank Big Summer Golf for being our special sponsor. And we will uh, waste no more time. I spoke to Jeff Babineau live from the Open just a few minutes ago. Live from the Open Championship, the one, the only, Jeff Babineau from Golf Week. Just coming in from a little dinner, Babs? A little dinner, yeah. A long day at the course today. Got a little rain this afternoon, and uh, we're ready to go. Can't wait to get a ball in the air tomorrow morning at 6.30. That's right. That'll be 1.35, I believe. East Coast time. There's nothing better. Gonna set that alarm and have a little glass of champagne. <laughs> That's the right. Get a little champagne, little uh, jelly and toast and That's muffin, right. and be ready for some action. Well, it's hard to believe we're just a year from that epic final round between Phil Mickelson and Henrik Stenson last year. Truly a remarkable uh, major and final round. Uh, Phil, I believe, going six under, uh, but being bested by two strokes by Henrik, and he is the defending champ. Uh, how are their games looking? Uh, I just saw the news that Phil's taking driver out of the bag. He's going to go with that uh, strong, hot three-wood, as he calls it. What's, uh, what's the scoop? Well, I mean, both of them are kind of searching. I think both players are a little bit frustrated. Uh, you know, Phil's been frustrated that he hasn't won now since the 2013 Open at Muirfield. 
Uh, he doesn't have a win on the books. He's played pretty steady this year. He's he's made all his cuts, but there's a lot of finishes of, you know, T18, T20. He's just kind of missing that one shot around that gets you there on Sunday. And uh, Stenson's actually, you know, he was coming off his second best season really last year. Uh, played so well at Troon. Played very well at the end of the year. And then got off to a really slow start this year, missing a few cuts. And uh, just kind of been searching a little bit, you know. So maybe getting back to the Open will kind of inspire him. Certainly has great thoughts uh, of his play at Troon, where Mickelson was so good and Stenson was even better. So, you know, sometimes it's just little sparks that, that can get you going. And I think both of those players are looking for that. Yeah, we know, especially Phil, he can certainly get fired up by a venue and an atmosphere like the Open Championship. And interestingly, as I was looking around for top picks this afternoon, even on your list, I didn't see Philly Mick. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Philly Mick, when he won in 2013, it was his 20th Open start. In the previous 19, he had one top 10. So he really just hadn't figured out Lynx golf. And and something happened at Muirfield. I mean, I think he convinced himself finally that, hey, I could be a great Lynx player. Uh, he's got to dial it down. Like you say, he's probably not going to carry a driver here, which, I mean, it, the course gets some rain this afternoon, but it's running very firm and fast. So, you know, that's no big deal. A lot of these guys are going to be pounding one irons, three woods. Uh, you, you can get away without a driver here. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what it brings with him. Uh, but he's not on my short list, no. Let's talk about the weather report because the last three days have looked ideal over there, and we know it's coming. And as you mentioned, it's the conditions that often negate length at the Open and really make it wide open in terms of a major championship, especially this year. Right. I mean, I think we're supposed to get a pretty good day tomorrow and uh, maybe some rough stuff the next three days, actually, uh, following that last three days of the tournament. And and who knows? I mean, I laughed last week. Somebody, you know, in the middle of last week posted a long-range uh, weather report for England. I mean, long-range weather report here is about 20 minutes out because it moves in quick and you always have everything. And, you know, last summer at Troon, we actually got a day of everything. You know, we had a day of hot sun. We had a day of cold wind. We had a day of rain. Uh, you got the whole mix. And, and actually, when you're over here at the Open, you kind of want that. Um the first one I ever came to in 96, we got four days of 75 degrees at Royal Lytham. And to me, it didn't really feel like the event I always watched all, all uh, growing up on TV. But uh, since we've had a lot of ones that you get plenty of the elements and, and that's a big part of it. You know, the draw is a big part of it. What, are you on the good side of the draw? Are you on the rough side of the draw? And it's all part of what makes this championship really great. And a guy who weathered the elements literally in 2008. Last time it was at Royal Birkdale was Padraig Harrington, who won with three over par that year. Yeah, and Har- you know Harrington was in a great run there where he picked off three majors in two years. Uh, you know, Tiger was kind of out after the 2008, uh, you know, U.S. Open when he won at Torrey Pines, and, and Harrington jumped right in and, and took two majors on the back end of that. And he won here. He, he uh, And he's a good sleeper this week, I think. I think uh, he's a guy I hear a lot as a sleeper this week. His game's in pretty good form. Uh, he played well last week. He's 
Uh, he's just got such a positive attitude, and he loves Lynx golf. So it, it's a really strange open. You know, we went to one of the betting shops tonight, and the, the favorites of the tournament were 14-1. to 1. I mean, usually you're going to have players in single digits, but because so many of the top guns either have been playing poorly or they haven't been playing at all, uh, you kind of have a mix here that, that really leaves it as the great unknown. You know, what are we going to get out of Rory? What are we going to get out of Dustin Johnson, who's struggled somewhat since uh, falling at the Masters? And Jason Day is 33-1. to 1. So I think it leaves things wide open. You know, we've had seven first-time winners in a row, and I wouldn't be shocked to see an eighth. Who's sitting at the top? I think Vegas has Jordan Spieth. Right. Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson tonight were 14 to 1, I think. And uh, Garcia was 16 to 1, down from 20 to 1. John Rahm is in there. I mean, he's an interesting player, winning on both sides of the pond this year, winning on links a couple weeks ago in Ireland. Uh, certainly an interesting play there. And, and I think Ricky Fowler is going to have a good week. You know, he's had great uh, ball striking stats this year. I don't think he's got, you know, as much out of his play as he really could. And uh, he, he loves the links. I think he, you know, he watches a buddy like Brooks Kepka get a major. He's watching other guys come through and get those majors, and and he wants to be part of it. So uh, he's another guy I'm certainly watching this week. Yeah, and speaking of John Rahm, uh, you've got Rafa Cabrera Bayo, who won the Scottish Open. You put him in the mix with uh, Sergio Garcia, and the Spaniards are really a, a trifecta to watch here. Oh, what a year for Spanish golf. It's amazing. You know, Ron was in talking about that two days ago. Uh, he's just happy to be part of it. But, you know, he's the rising star. Uh, Bayo's a terrific player. You know, he kind of stole one Sunday at the Scottish Open. But uh, he played great at the Ryder Cup. And I think he's a, he's a guy kind of, you know, he's in his 30s, but he's really ready to make that next step. And uh, part of that might have been his performance at the Ryder Cup. So a big win for him last week. And then, you know, Sergio breaking through, and, and that's huge for Sergio to come in here now with a major on his belt. This is his favorite. Uh, it's his favorite major, even though he's won a Masters jacket, and, and he plays very well here. His last three years, he's finished sixth or better. So uh, great ball striker. You know, now that he has a major, I think he can kind of look at it different mentally, kind of free will it a little, and uh, he's another guy that, that should be somewhere in that mix come the weekend. We're talking to Jeff Babineau from Golf Week and live from the Open Championship. Another guy who I think this championship would mean the most to is Justin Rose, as we know as a uh, amateur when he was 17, tied for fourth in this tournament and really broke into the, broke onto the scene, got everybody's attention, and then you know struggled a little bit before he found his way on the professional tour. But this this place has got to feel good to Justin. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, so much history here. It was so big. I mean, he just he exploded on that stage uh, the last time we were, or, or 98 when O'Meara won, uh, you know, holding that shot at the last. And shortly after he turned pro, he struggled. He missed 20-plus cuts out of the gate. It was really gut-wrenching. Uh, he lost his dad to cancer, you know, at a young age. That was tough, too, to go through. And, and uh, he's just so – it's fun kind of to see him mature – um, you know, he's right there at the Masters, losing to Sergio in the playoff. And you can tell now he definitely gears his play to the big events. You know, he peaked at the Masters. He was right there. It took some great play to, from Sergio to knock him off. 
And I think he will be a good factor this week. You know, uh, he's he's in some decent form. He's another guy who hasn't played a whole lot, but he is in some pretty good form. And, and uh, as you say, it would mean a lot to him. and It'd be a great story. I mean, any Englishman here that gets in the mix on Sunday is going to be a big story. Absolutely. Now, it is interesting that uh, a little bit under the radar, a little bit, is Rory McIlroy, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, and you have a story, too, about, you know, can Rory break out of his slump? I watched his press conference earlier today. Uh, he didn't seem too convincing. He was getting a lot of those pointed questions about, you know, where his game's at, where he is mentally. You know, the, I know those are annoying press conferences for those players to sit through when you guys are harping on that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I don't think he really can candidly tell you where he is. Uh, and it's not a bad thing. He just hasn't played enough golf. He's He played great to start the year. He had a promising 2017 ahead of him, and all of a sudden he had the rib injury, you know, a hairline fracture, and, and he said it's kind of been a catch-22. The more he practices, the more it hurts. So he has to manage that. He has to manage the pain. He has to manage when he's practicing and playing. And he has 10 starts this year. You know, he got married this year. That was a That was certainly a big life event. But here we are, it's almost August, and it's almost like he's getting started or looking to get started. So he doesn't have any kind of rhythm to his season. He really doesn't have any momentum, and he really doesn't know what to expect. I mean, the, his practice sessions tell him that he's hitting the ball pretty well and playing okay, but he's got to bring it out to the golf course, and that hasn't been happening. He missed three cuts out of four starts coming in here. Uh, but I really think he's he's in a spot where he doesn't really know what he has. So you know, check back on Thursday and Friday and see how he opens this tournament and can get a little confidence going. And sometimes it doesn't take much of a spark to really get him going on a hot run. Well, and another guy who has been trending in the right direction and he's playing in front of of his hometown crowd, that's Tommy Fleetwood. Looking more like he should be serving a black and tan out there on tour, but, you know, he's fun and um, he's, he's won a big tournament over there and he's definitely trending in the right direction. No doubt, no doubt. He's, he's had some big wins, and uh, he's up to 14th in the world. He's, he's on a world stage now. It's just going to be interesting how he handles being the guy here in Southport. You know, we were out tonight to a little tavern in town. They have pictures of him and good luck posters on the walls, and, and he's a big deal here. You know, he used to sneak on this golf course as a kid because certainly he wasn't uh, playing as a junior member out there at Royal Burkdale. So, you know, great memories for him, you know, being out here as a kid and, and knowing this place. And, you know, now he'll come back and play once a year with buddies you know, that are members. And, and he'd be a big story. And he's kind of got a personality where he's, he's a little bit laid back and, and kind of a calm guy. So maybe he won't kind of swallow him up being the guy this week. Uh, but it certainly seems like it's a lot to carry. And it's going to be an interesting storyline to follow. Well, it is one of my favorites in particular to watch on TV because you get to see some shots and creativity that you don't see anywhere else with Lynx Golf, and it really challenges these guys both in terms of patience if the weather kicks up and the wind and the rain and everything else that could be tossed at them. So now, Jeff, it's that time. Who is going to be announced as the champion golfer of the year (laughs) on Sunday? Well, if it's not you, <laughs> my first pick. But I'll, uh, I'm going with Jordan Spieth. You know, I look at these guys, the big guys. Like I say, a lot of them are, you know, we don't really know where their form is here in the middle of summer. Uh, he's coming off a win at the Travelers. It wasn't that pretty 
down the stretch, but I love the fact that he found a way to win. Uh, and he looks like he's hitting the ball well here in practice this week. He's definitely uh, he peaks for the big events, and, and he just kind of looks ready, you know. And, and he's a battler, so as you say, you know, links golf. He gets some bad breaks, some bad bounces. You got to recover from things. You got to weather things. You know, you're going to have wind and weather roll in. Uh, there's a lot of things you go through in four days, and I just think mentally uh, he's mature enough and and level enough to kind of handle it. And I think he might be that guy with the jug on Sunday. All right. You heard it from the one, the only Jeff Babineau live from the open championship in beautiful England. And uh, at least for another few hours and uh, sleep well, my friend. And we look forward to all your coverage on golfweek.com. Jeff Babineau. Thanks so much, my friend. You got it. Cheerio.